Hello everyone and welcome back to Tea with Timsey. I've got another episode for you and we are back in the studio. Uh, we've been away for the last few episodes, but I'm back on home turf and I'm joined by my very, very good friend, Lawrence McKenna. How you doing? Hey, Lawrence! Brilliant, brilliant. brilliant. We're the only two, the two people, uh, they, they don't need to clap, it's fine. What it's, a fall off. Yeah. Chunks, Philly, Josh Denzel, Jordan Henderson. Yeah. Now, Lawrence McKenna. This, so. I, no, mate, we, we joke. Yeah, we, no, we do. I, That's the point. All the time. Mm. Um, I'm so happy you're on. I've You've been, been asking, asking it for ages, long. yeah, since, um, I think I was meant to be like an early episode and then it just didn't happen, did it? You, you were definitely one of the, the people I eyed up straight away of like... Yeah, but you got chunks, so why would you not? So straight away I was like, first, right, yeah. bomb Lawrence. Yeah, exactly, yeah, it was like, <laughs> I don't need you this week, I'll be needing you another week. Yeah. Well, why? I'm going to keep you on the back burner. No reason. For when I don't have anyone on. And then to be I'll fair, that's, that's exactly, that's, that defines me really, doesn't no, it? No, it doesn't. No, no I'm joking. You're a busy man. Very, yeah. That's been the problem. Because you're a dad. Yeah. Amongst many other things. Yeah. Um, he doesn't know about he doesn't know about any of my other roles. Yeah, exactly. He just knows me in one context. Why is Dad gone? Yeah, genuinely. So that was why I was late this morning because he's he's quite affectionate at the moment. So I try and put him down for a nap, and then he um, he like puts his arm around the back of your neck and won't let go. Aww. So then you just sort of go, oh, let's just have a hug then, and you just have a hug for like twenty minutes. He's such a honestly, I I just think he's the best. That's such so, a great kid. Such a typical dad. I think my son is the best. And, and I don't I'm even mean it. In, yeah, yeah but you know what I mean? Like, it's just this, it's a feeling you've never had before. Like, you've never loved anyone like you love your own kid. Yeah. Or even your own parents or like your own partner or any of these people. Before we actually go into it. Yeah. Just in case people don't know. And sponsor. Oh. I'm waiting for that. Okay. Um, you will know anyway, if you don't know, it's Lauren McKenna, the, one of the biggest YouTuber, podcaster, What's your title? Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, I like that. Um, <laughs> Imagine hate, that's hate. what people... That's the problem, right? I was... So I was... I, I hate being interviewed because... Oh, sorry. Um, I love, sorry. <laughs> um, I, love, I love doing the interviewing. Okay. Um, but what I hate at the... Not hate, but like, I find it really difficult at the moment to find podcasts that do a good interview, right? Okay. Because loads of people just do this thing where they either go, you're inspirational, tell us the inspirational thing, or you're tragic. Tell us the tragic thing. Yeah. And there's not really much in between. Yeah. And I don't really feel like I fall into either category. Maybe I'm tragically inspirational, but I don't feel like I fall into sort of either category. I've not been in the army. I've not, you know, and I'm not saying I want either of those things to happen. Yeah. But I just mean like, I feel like there's more gray in between. So it just yeah. makes it a bit more difficult to have like a, you know, people normally go, oh, he's on that podcast. That'll be for this. Yeah. Why would you watch this? No, but that's, I, People don't realise that. Put that in the trailer. Yeah, exactly. No, because the whole idea why I, I wanted to start the show as well, because yeah. we chat a lot, mm -hmm. and when we do chat, it inevitably, it just gets really like, not serious, but interesting and like deep, and like, I really enjoy it. And I was thinking like, it's actually, if I'm interested in it, other people might be interested in it, right. because it's, I don't know, there's this deeper meaning to it, rather than just this kind of superficial, surface level chat. About right, normal thing and just weird stuff. Yeah. I did, and I kind of thought about that as well because I was thinking in the shower this morning, like, what can we say that's actually interesting? But then it's just, I, mean? I don't honestly for every single episode, apart from maybe the Hector one, right? Because I, I, I had questions that I really did want to ask because, and and Jordan Henderson one as well because there's kind of 
that football element and there are yeah, definitely yeah. questions that I might forget that and I want to ask. the Jordan Henderson thing, you want to nail that. You don't sort of want to go, let's riff. Yeah, exactly. Whereas these ones, when it's definitely like my, my good friends, we, I just want us to chat what we like, what we normally right. chat. Yeah. Which is why I wanted you on. Because it is interesting. Because I find it interesting. Yeah. No, I and, if, and if you lot at home don't find it interesting, stop watching. Don't stop watching. That's no, that's rude. yeah. Keep watching just for the watch time. For the yeah. For the You've got to watch for four minutes to count the views. So. Oh really? No, I was just making oh, okay. it up. But okay, yeah. Um, but thank you so much for for coming Thanks on because I have been asking you for a long time. I was sort of bugging you. That's fine. Um, and I know obviously you've got a lot on your hands. Yeah. We'll get to the the whole kind of work aspect and your entrepreneurship. Um, but first of all, we'll, we'll go back to it. you being a dad. Love it. Um, and a husband. Husband as well, oh, yeah, that happened, didn't it? I was about to say, you haven't announced that, right? Uh, no, no one, we've not announced it, but it's more just like that we didn't really want to make a big thing of it. We were just sort of, you know, there, yeah. getting married, and it was a quite private sort of, um, how can I put it, like, quite a sort of private... Affair. Intense day that we neither of us sort of anticipated it being that intense mm. because we've been together honestly for like a decade now yeah so um almost a decade and so we were both like yeah cool let's just formalize and get it married and then when you're there saying it looking the other person in the eye and being like pledging this stuff to, yeah. for the rest of your life with really you know only like your parents there going wow this is cool and obviously your child then you don't, I think it's that moment where it hits you, or it's that moment where it hit me, where I was yeah. like, this is really important. Yeah. But it hadn't hit me up until that moment. I got the suit fitted, we'd gone and got the rings, we'd done all this other stuff weeks and weeks before. And then it was only really in the exact moment where we were like, I do, where I was like, Holy oh, right, yeah, like we really do love each other. Yeah. Like, and, and that's something we'd, I guess we'd always taken for granted. Yeah. Because the, our relationship had always been kind of very, you know, we have two very independent people mm. who like the idea of our own lives. And so we'd never really considered this like sort of intense intertwining co-dependence, yeah. should we say. Yeah. And then there we were being like, yeah, we are actually. That's and, amazing. And that had partly been brought around by the fact that obviously every, stuff crystallizes when you have a child and you go, right, you really have to deal with this for this person to make sure this person has a stable life. But then the other side of that is being like, actually, no, this is actually a really good idea and yeah. a really sort of, a, the, the, not the right thing to do by other people's hands, but like our own heart said, exactly. this is the right time to be married, this is the right time to tell each other we really, I feel it this way about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was thinking, knowing you, uh, like, the way I know you, you're not a very, let's say, like, dogmatic person, but like, right. you don't really believe in the, the, just because society says this, or these rules and these Absolutely. categories that you go into, is like, you're sort of like, I don't need to get married, so, sort of thing. So up until That's that moment, I presumed it would be. I'd gone, it's just a piece of paper. Yeah. Why would we do that? I'm, like, I'm the same, yeah. But Flu had sort of said the opposite, coming from, I think, uh, coming from Kosovo and coming from a culture where it's more like, right, there are these things, there, there's an element of respect and uh, respect in doing the actions that other people do and sort of showing... The importance of why you do that whereas yeah. I hadn't really acknowledged the importance of getting married or any of this other formal formal stuff yeah so that was like quite interesting because then we we it we've both had to look at what we believe and how we felt about it to understand the other person and I'll be honest for like a long time we didn't really understand where the other person was coming from okay and not that that was a bad thing but that we 
we struggle to understand why the other person would be like, you need to get married or you don't need to get married. Yeah. And finding that middle ground, sh it's not always easy, but I don't mean that in a sense of like, we were wrangling. I just mean like, we were both looking for the right way to help the other one frame it and sort of see why yeah, the other one yeah. felt that way. And that's why I think we ended up married in the way that we did because we... It was the right balance. It, feels, it feels so authentic. Yeah. And that was kind of the thing is, I, you know, I've been to a lot of weddings down the years where I've gone... This is it's all for show, basically. I, or I just didn't feel, I didn't feel it. Oh, okay. I didn't feel it on the day. And it's like, cool, this is a nice party, nice wedding. All right, cool. See you in two years. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And for the divorce party. Yeah. Ooh. But then there's other things where you look at a genuine relationship and you're like, wow, I really love that. That's, I, I, I'm, I'm the same as well. And I remember we spoke about it. We had, yeah. we had lunch last week. So, um, it was and, vegan. Uh, it was vegan. I remember telling you about my sister getting married. Mm. And how I'm quite the same as well. And it's like, look, I know they love each other. Like, you don't need to get married if you don't want to. And I've been to weddings and stuff. And they're great. I love them. They're great affairs and stuff. But then... Oh, don't talk about affairs sorry, at a wedding. Great times. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember it was that moment, like, as you were saying about the, the, the I do. And, like, yeah. that, that moment seeing my sister say that to my, my brother-in-law. And then, like, my big brother was the same. You just started crying. It's like, what right. are we doing? Yeah. Why are we crying? That's lovely, though. But it's amazing. But yeah. then in my mind, I'm like, where's this come from? Because right. I thought it was... Yeah, well done, you're married, I'm yeah. happy for you, you know. Get on with it, Because we're all, as a family, we're quite like that. We're sort of just like, look, as long as we're all okay, that's all that matters. We're but all happy. That's like a real thing in, in my life. Like, you know, obviously, from when we've had our chats, like, I'm, so, I, I really, no more than anyone else, but I really enjoy thinking and, like, you know, you really enjoy the concepts of stuff. And obviously, the, the industry we work in, we have to think about the concepts of all these different things to talk about, you know, how, why we love football, why we love sport, yeah. why we, and you think about stuff ahead of time, it's in the doing and it's in that moment where it only really becomes true or like it's the tangibility of that love yeah. that really is um, that like that that's there's a real moment of crystallization and it was almost like it unlocked a whole other level of why I why I understood why I cared about this person yeah. and why I cared about all those other people around her and all those oh, kind of things yeah, that's sick. And, but that was only possible through getting married I'm not saying you have to get married in order to feel full love for someone. But I'm saying that was the way it worked for me for you, to yeah. feel a different sense of that. Exactly. And the same with my son. Amazing. Ah, oh, for somebody who doesn't like getting interviewed, you can't bloody half answer a question. Well, it wasn't even a question, it was more it of a... It was just chatting. Yeah, it was more of a theory. Yeah, it's yeah. not an interview, we're just chatting. Yeah, exactly. It's the whole concept yeah. of TV Timsy, which is why it's such a great show that exactly. there's big sponsors. Right. And now, a word from those people. <laughs> okay. So, my undies, mm -hmm. Uh, very Joe What underwear do you wear? I'm really sort of curious about that. Uh, I go... You're Calvin Klein. No. Puma, Puma today. Puma? Yeah. You know why? Fascinating choice of sporty underwear for a day where you're going to have a formal conversation. Yeah. You don't match. No, so I usually wear Calvin Klein. Uh, me too. Right. Okay, good. We're on the same team. Yeah. yeah. So usually Calvin Klein. Team Calvin. But um, today I I'm saving my Calvin Kleins for when I go on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> You know you can wash them. Do you wear them once, know, take them off them. and go, but I didn't done with those? <laughs> I'm Justin Bieber. When you're away um, on holiday, do you go, oh, shit myself again? Well, no, they're so, one use anyway. So, no, it's because... Um, I wear them until I, they wear out. <laughs> um, because 
I just want to keep it fresh and stuff. To, I don't want to have to wash it the night before <laughs> and then like right. have to rush drying it to fit it in my suitcase to then go, you know. So, um, so I said, where I'll are just, you going? I'll sling some, it's only Lawrence McKenna, I'll sling some puma boxes. Right, on. that would really annoy me. It didn't, it, in a sense, it annoys they, me now they that you free, haven't made so the effort. I had to, yeah. Right, you haven't made the effort, first of all, to put Calvin Klein's on for me. Yeah. Secondly, yeah. you're wearing uh, swoosh trainers with a puma set of underwear. Mentally, I just yeah. couldn't do that. Yeah, There's a, as fashion faux pas go, that's right up there. Where are these from? These like those, yeah. Jordan. They are lovely. They are nice, aren't I they? bet you get so Thank many you, comments, Saf, by the way. I love you. Did Saf send you those? No. Oh, I he, got a present for you, actually. No, he didn't. Oh, oh yeah. I was going to bring you something today. That really upsets me. Ah, okay, okay, after. Anyway, your son. Incredible guy. Yeah, amazing. I swear, in terms of work, yeah. the last year, because recently turned one. Yeah, um, <laughs> mentally, in my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been super busy for you work-wise as well, though. Yeah, um, so he wasn't a lockdown baby, but he was born in lockdown. So he wasn't um, conceived in lockdown, but he was born then. Yeah. So it did sort of make that, it was, um, it was like a, it was a really, that was a real gift because yeah. your first pregnancy for a woman or a man is always going to be like an experience. Yeah. And so you kind of naturally want that time to like take to yourself and kind of go, you know, let's, let's be chilled out. Was it scary? For me. For both of you. She, Having a kid in COVID times, you know what I mean? Like, right, okay, yeah. Uh, in, again, like in many ways, I think we didn't know the uh, depth of the situation with COVID. And she is someone who's incredibly like, from the outside, you wouldn't know what she's like on the inside. Yeah. And then when it came to sort of giving birth, she just basically went, yeah, let's get it done. And just kind of, it was like that, done. I was like, right, let's bed in, this will be 24 hours or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hours later, the baby's born and it's just like, Right, good. That's wow. Right, okay. And she just gets stuff done. And She's it's like, suddenly so real. Yeah. I, honestly, I couldn't enjoy being a parent anymore. That's and, some, which is amazing. And he is, he's a really, he's honestly like this happy, really just outgoing, love seeing people. Amazing. All the things that you want him to be, yeah. he is, yeah. That's so good. And, and like, he sleeps relatively well. So like, you know, it's not this like Basra that other yeah. people have described it as. Yeah, no, Someone said to me, it's like Basra. I was like, a really good holiday. Yeah. Has it um, changed me? Well, I was going to say changed you, but maybe changed what you do or sort of why you do things rather than changed you. I'm guessing it has changed you. No, it's it, changed that I've realised why. So it doesn't change why I do things. It just made me realise more of why I was doing them or sort of it's made it more clear why I'm doing it. I.e in terms of work and the, the podcast and, and, and the kickoff and everything. Yeah, and it makes, you feel old. it makes you feel old. When you have a kid, you, you will naturally feel like, or not old, like as in, God, I'm gonna die, but more like just this passing of time and like this passing of like the torch in a sense. And you're yeah. looking at this person who looks like you. You're suddenly not the main guy in your story. You're not, yeah, yeah, and you're also like a very important person in someone else's story, so you, naturally change the way that you do things. And also I'm incredibly lucky because Flew is like a very good parent who knows what my job is like. And so sort of takes a lot of that burden on to do sort of the difficult or what I consider like the more challenging aspects of it. And so it's not, um, how can I put it? Like, it's not like, you know, I won't change a nappy or something because we no, do that of course. together. But 
she definitely has taken on more challenging aspects when I'm out doing a shoot or going yeah. off. And also our jobs are not difficult in that way. They're just challenging in a different way. They're, they are. And I edit, I've edited a lot in the last year. Yeah. And you know, I just really don't enjoy that process. Oh, see, I really like editing. <sighs> I, I, to be fair, these, it does get to me because it's obviously quite a long time. And, and, but it's also quite um, formulaic, so it's quite easy. And it's just like three cameras. I know the setup and everything. So I, that's, that I love doing that. I can do that kind of editing. I love yeah. it. I really, so I've done two things in the last year who have been, that have both been, like we did this Beats video and then a video about um, Jordan. This is the thing, like, um, even since I was in university, every time I did an essay, they go, uh, oh, you tried to put so many things into one paragraph. Yeah. Like, tell your story. Whereas what I try and do is like, in my mind, I'm trying to like wrap all these different things together and sort of wind them up into one thing. And I think that does give it like a very unique style because not everyone's trying to do that. But also sometimes it's a swing and a miss or like a swing and like a half hit maybe. Okay. Rather than it being like this full hit. So that's, I think that's tricky. And it's also very tricky to share that because, uh, or like share that as a piece of work. Because it's so intense and there's so many different things wrapped up that you're trying to knit together. You're sh if you show someone, so I'm trying to get it to there, why is it David Brent? You get someone there, but you will might show it to someone when it's like there. Okay. And so that's only half joined. So it's like showing someone a half finished table and going, can you see where it's going? Yeah. But it's not got the legs on. And so it, it's very difficult for them to imagine what you're seeing in your head. Yeah. And so I've really sort of struggled with that. And I, I realize I've got to find a way of getting over that and moving beyond that. Yeah. And to be honest, like I've really sort of struggled with like working out whether I'm actually good or bad at it and whether I was actually just bad at doing it. I get and that I'm not, all the time. Do you know what though. I mean? I get that all the time of like that constant questioning of, well, it's different to, um, I'd say, presenting mm -hmm. or interviewing or, or whatever it is. In, in that sort of work, you know, in our work, it's like, I, I know like I'm, I'm not a shit presenter. Right. Or interviewer or whatever. But when it comes to something like purely creative like, uh, yeah, telling a story on film or whatever it is and, and editing, I think there's, because there's that like unattainable perfection that you're trying to get to. Right. That's when I'm, I'm always questioning, like even with this show and mm -hmm. stuff, it's like, I don't know whether I've done a good job here. Or, right. you know, because it, it's sort of intangible. You can't really, there's no right or wrong and there's no... I think you get that feeling though sometimes, don't you? Like, you know, when something feels right and sometimes you're not quite sure why or you're not quite sort of... Um, you can't quite put your finger on it, but you look at it and you're like, this just looks correct. Like, it doesn't, not even correct, like it feels nice to watch or like you get a nice uh, feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's about that, I think, yeah. for me. And that's kind of the, I'm ch I've really been chasing that recently, yeah. but I think the fact that I've been chasing it means that I've not it's, maybe attained it, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but I think that's so. always gonna be the case. I think you always have to chase that, right? In, yeah. In our work, I think, because process. Also, I think as soon as, exactly, and I think as soon as, as soon as your work and in this like, creative kind of media space, whatever it is that we're in, I don't even know. But as soon as you stop or feeling like you don't have to chase that mm -hmm. or, or reach that level, then I think you're just like, what, what are you doing? I think I've kind yeah. of gotten there. Like I've really realized that recently. So like the, there was a turning point in that I didn't realize there was a turning point. Because with I, what, I with you or the kickoff? Just in my, or like my career? career in terms of me, which was, 
Um, so we did XO, which was uh, True Geordie, me, Will and Stephen yeah. and Cam. Brian was very busy, Will was very busy, and Stephen and I were less busy, but sort of, you know. But I'd gotten rid of everything else, not gotten rid of, but like I'd stopped doing everything else but because everything XO else was the, the pure side. focus yeah. of my life. Obviously, apart from relationships. You know. But like, that was my pure professional focus. And it did take up like a lot of yeah. time, like pretty much all my time at that yeah. point. And we put a lot into it. And then when it, it didn't good, it work out, or it didn't sort of go where we wanted it to go, Will could go back to Will's channel and that was fantastic. Brian could go back Brian to Brian's could go back thing. to, and I sort of had that thing with Brian, but it's it, 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 like, and I get, I feel a sense of co-ownership about it, but it's, but there, still, it's not, still Brian's thing. Yeah. And, and that was also, it wasn't that I wanted to feel a sense of ownership of, of that. I wanted him to feel a sense of ownership and I wanted to be a, the person, or a person and a figure in his life who helped him to make that and helped him to build that. But in that picture, that was where I was also building my own thing. But I put so much time into XO and so much time into just that company that we put together that then when that fell apart from the outside and on the inside, yeah. I guess, and I was sort of left a bit like... In limbo. Yeah, yeah, that's such a great way of putting it. But I didn't realise that at the time because from the day that I graduated from university, I'd been freelance. I'd never really had a full-time job and I'd always been going from thing to thing and sort of trying to build up all this stuff. Yeah. And there hadn't really been, there was a cohesive idea in my mind, which was like, right, you're building towards being a director. But I hadn't ever consciously, in the way that I should have, invested in that process. I just sort of talked to people, done jobs, done these kind of things. And I hadn't quite been conscious as maybe I should have been about constructing that. Yeah. And then when XO came along, it was like, right, here's a structure for, to put yourself yeah. into. And, and you so have a that, role within that as well. And a very clear role. Yeah, yeah. And like a very important pivotal role in that. And then so to have that go or fade or whatever you want to call it, I only, only realising now, I was devastated by that. But I, I didn't realise that at the time. Because I was just like, right, well, we just get up and move on. I'm yeah, freelance. I've yeah. always done this. But looking back, it was like incredibly crushing to my confidence that something that I'd put a lot of like identity, I'd invest a lot of personal time, identity and all the these same, things yeah. into. Yeah. And then for it to go, it's okay, well, it's gone. Worked. Yeah. That was like a real, that was like a real turning point. In, in your career. Yeah. And then from then on, I've kind of, it's been, because that was also a thing where with Brian, I felt a sense of parity and a sense of like, equality and I felt like equally important and it's not that behind the scenes I don't feel equally important but when something is called like the True Geordie podcast and stuff is Naturally. on someone else's channel yeah and when everyone goes look what an incredible job he's doing good that you're here as well yeah it's not that I resent that that's not his construction at all that's yeah. our conscious construction it's like yeah. his it's totally about Brian, it's Brian's channel, but it's also about our friendship, it's also about all these things. Of course, yeah. And behind the scenes, you kind of do things that you then don't talk about on camera. Like, yeah. And you both make sacrifices, which we both have. So I've really wrestled over the last year with not, over the last two years, with not being, within my own life, being the central figure, but maybe in other people's life being perceived differently. Yeah. And like the struggle of that, not being perceived the way that you want to be perceived. Yeah, and identity. people that identity of being like, you're the number two to someone else, but actually in your own life, you feel like a number one. Yeah. And of course you're number one, you use your own life. Yeah. But like, okay. that's a real problem when you are a person who's felt as confident as me, who's got the self-perception as those kind of things. Yeah. And so... Is that what you feel with the kickoff now, where you feel like it's not 
So True Geordie podcast, for example, it was like Lawrence was, from True Geordie podcast. But that was a conscious construction. So Brian well, of, offered, of course, yeah. day one, Brian went, let's call it True Geordie and Lawrence or something like that, or our own show. And I and went, like, I no. think the smart thing to do here is to brand it as you. But that's a conscious branding effort on yeah, our yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. people come along and go, let's call the True Geordie podcast, mate. Who the, who the hell are you? And I get, and Brian doesn't do that. But, yeah, of course. But it's also difficult then when everyone else goes, look at True True Geordie's doing this incredible job. Yeah. Like, look at business he's built. Yeah. And it's not that I feel a sense of resentment towards Brian. Yeah. It's a sense of resentment towards not. It no, it's it, no not, I'll be honest. It is a sense of resentment yeah. towards those other people yeah. because. But you're not bitter. But it's just. Uh, it's just. No, but in that moment it irks you. Yeah. And obviously I can just let go of that emotion. Yeah. Clearly, I'm talking about it on a podcast. <laughs> but, but you, in that moment, you go. Oh, actually, like I'd love a bit of credit for that. Yeah. Because the kickoff is totally about True Geordie. The podcast is totally about True Geordie. True News. Like yeah. all these formats we built. But that's because I'm like, well, it's not about me. Yeah. There are always moments in your life where you go, what about me? Yeah. And, oh, you go, like Dave Chappelle says, like, what does this mean for me? Yeah. And so when we're now constructing, like, Brian doing more fighting or Brian doing more of this sort of thing, it's very difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult not to go, not to feel a bit like, like, what am I doing then? Yeah. And kind of where am I? But not in a sense where you're like, fix it for yeah. me or give he me needs something to do, to do. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. and i'm not begging for that at yeah. all I, I, like i'm this is exactly what we where we thought it'd be but i don't know if i'd so, foresaw this path yeah. or that i'd be at this point when i thought brian would be there yeah yeah and so in all honesty like i've been not struggling with that but like wrestling with that idea to go well, well where does that leave me then yeah and that's difficult because also when someone's on a great trajectory to yeah. go somewhere, you're so happy for your friend, but at the same time, you don't you you don't want to be that weight that drags them back down. Exactly, yeah, because you don't want to feel almost almost guilty and uncomfortable with being there, even though you're an integral cog. Yeah, but also in my mind, you could take me out, and that would, and then it still works perfectly. Oh, yeah, so yeah, the so fighting no, no, still works well. All these things, and the course, football. But you, if anything, the chat's better without me. Like no, it's, but that's. But you get what I mean. Yeah, I, I understand wrestling with that that feeling of importance and you've had that though surely at some point with 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 poet and vuge at one point you were that third wheel yeah and you know what that feeling is like to some extent because you know how much you do behind the scenes then you know that on camera you are not yeah and i feel like you understand this probably more more than anyone as well because obviously you know similar backgrounds and and working on very similar stuff right um i did feel like that a little bit but I was so almost like blind and ignorant to the space and to all of these things. So I was riding the wave and I was so happy to be a part of it. In mm. the same way that I'm, you're so ha- you were so happy to be yeah. a part of it and you are so happy to be a part of it. Um, that at the beginning, I was just like, I'm just so happy as long as I'm involved. That's, right. I, I love it. And it's like, but my sense of, of pride and knowing how important I was to the team mm. That went up with, with you know, Poet and Vooge when we were really smashing it at Copper for two, three years, doing amazing stuff. And I knew how important I what was to the What stuff was that team. again, sorry? Uh, just, that's a joke. That was just a okay, joke. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. funny. I really enjoyed the one where you had the earpieces in. Yeah. And so that's that was my idea. That was probably one of my favourite pieces of content that's, that you honestly, guys did. Yeah, that's my, the Marco Royce one and whatever. Yeah, and they're, in, yeah, they're telling me what they're to telling do. They're telling you what to do. I was like, this position. is great. That was genuinely... that. I, that's for me my proudest thing 
that I knew that I came up with, with my friend Kai in, right. a, in a brief response. Um, and as we were fleshing it out, it was literally a moment where we looked at it and was like, no one's done this before. Like, fuck, well, like, we, if we get this done, this, is, this can be amazing. And then to see it all to come together. It worked you really know well as, as like a video. As well, when, yeah, and, and like also that, what, so from my perspective, sorry yeah. to cut you off, from my okay. perspective, I watched that and went, that could have fallen so flat because you, there's so many different ways for it not to go well as a video. Yeah. There's so many moments where you might not have captured this or it might not have worked like that. Or they might have just, you might have just gone, just, this just doesn't work. Yeah. Like, I can't do this. Yeah, exactly. Um, there, there were so many moving parts. And obviously, so me and Kai coming up with the, the concept and seeing it come to fruition was a, an amazing moment for me of like, that's when I, I realised, like, holy shit, I'm actually not, I, I know what I'm sort of doing here. Mm -hmm. Because there, there would be times when I'd respond to briefs or whatever, and I'm just like a 25-year-old trying to do this and, and pretend, like, trying to pretend in front of everyone that I know what I'm doing. When really, right. I'm like, I don't know if I know what I'm doing. Right. But that was when I'm like, holy shit, if a brand can put money behind this and come to it, and this is an idea that we've come up with. And obviously, so many people put in bits and, and did work behind the scenes to make it happen. Like, right. You know, like yeah, from of directors to producers to cameramen, soundies, whatever. It's like there are so many people who are so integral. But just the fact that I came up, I helped flesh out that idea. That's when I was like, ah, oh, this is like such a big moment for me. Right. Where I'm like, I know I can do this now. Yeah. And I felt like, okay, I actually belong here. Yeah. Whereas before I was like, I don't know if I actually belong here, but I'm still going to, I'm just going to work so hard to, to keep pretending like I do. So I felt you know? the... Uh, yeah, like, I guess I felt the opposite of that, whereas I, I know I belong here, but I'm really struggling to prove it the other way. And Yeah, but I didn't think I was... Pr I never thought I was proving it either, though. No, but I was, I was really... I think I, was, I really wanted to prove it to myself. I, was yeah. like, I really was like... When did you... When, at what point did you know I've proven that I... I, don't, I haven't. But that's no, like but the you point. have because that's not because coming from someone who watches your stuff. Yeah, yeah, but and who's in that space as well. You know, like all of us in this space, like you're you're so good at what you do. But I don't know if that is necessarily true. And I don't like. I guess, uh, it's, but it's not even. Uh, it's so hard because there's also so many frauds in our space who say things like, "I don't know. Am I really that good at what I do? Go on, tell me." Like it's not. I'm not saying it for that. I mean, genuinely, like, I think there are some, there's so much more that's achievable. And so it's kind of... So you're looking at it on a larger scale, ra like rather than... In that sense, yeah. I, I, I do sort of understand that. But like, you, you must know you're good. You must I don't, know no, no, I know that I'm capable. I know that I'm capable of it. But I don't know if there's a sense of like... Good compared to the industry standard almost? Just good or? compared to what I want to do and compared to yeah, what I see other people doing in that sense of like, uh, the, what's, my, what's your yardstick? What's your... Okay, so in terms of that yardstick then, you looking at the, the space and yeah, other people doing stuff. I do, yeah. Who, yeah, yeah. I, I'd say I watch a lot, I consume. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't want to define, you, that's the thing is I'm really reluctant to define myself by what else is going on in that space because I think it's like the thing that a fish knows nothing about is water. Like, don't, don't do that. Like, make your own element of um, measurement, make your own okay. units. I'm guessing when you do look at other people doing either similar stuff or just in the kind of, you know, media space, like, who do you actually watch and look at and you think they're, they're very good, I like their stuff? Who do I watch? There's a guy. Because I, I watch what. Sorry, I, I, I watch what you do. 
in right. terms of the, the show and everything. I was like, you've just got it for me. I've just got you got it so right, and it works. That's but that's yeah, and and so but maybe that's Which also is why you have to know you're good. No, but I don't know if. It, but what I'm saying is, we we both Brian and I both know there is an element of like something really good there, yes. but also that is not where we quite want that to be yet. So when you have the idea of where you want it to be. You, you're trying to get it there, yeah. whereas it feels more like there sometimes. But that's, I think that's a good, that's a healthy space to be in. Very healthy. Like, it can be very healthy, but it can it, also yeah, be, can be, if you then stutter and you don't quite, that, there's, a, too hard on yourself there's a trajectory and, and a velocity you've got to have, and velocity is the important thing. Speed isn't the important thing. How can you put it without sounding like, uh, yeah, I, I understand perfectly how the space works. Okay. It's incongruous between where the space is and how I want the space to work. Okay. And we all know how everyone wants the space to work. They want it to feel fair. They want it to feel all these kind of things. I'm also then really conscious of the fact that if the space works how I want it to work, does this white middle class guy who doesn't necessarily, who hasn't necessarily earned all these opportunities yeah. deserve to be where he is in the space? And like, or are there lots of other people who deserve to be further ahead in the space than I actually am and where I am? But then you can't think like that because you then go, then you start, then you start messing up opportunities yeah, because yeah, you go, yeah. well, I don't deserve to be here. And I totally deserve to be here because I've done the things, I've gone through that. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, I don't necessarily represent maybe what I want to represent. Of course. But that's my own fault. But then you don't just go, okay, well, pause, stop, yeah. and w let's wait until I represent what I want to represent. Yeah. You have to like mold that and craft that into what you want to represent. And that's, that's what I'm like trying to measure at the moment. It's yeah. like one day I'll be, you know, you could have got someone who'd be like, I'm totally just like this number two to True Geordie. But the other one would be, no, I'm fantastic. Like, or, yeah. But the other one is like this middle ground where you're just sort of being very reflective. Yes. So there's a chronic overthinker. That's probably one aspect of yeah. it. I yeah, I think a lot of it, I have the same thing. I just overthink all the time so, but, about so much. But so it's, it's the same with editing. Like I've just spent like three, three weeks editing something or a while ago, but now it's coming forward. Yeah. My editing goes like this. Watch, 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 watch. Intense, intense, intense editing. I want to watch absolutely everything before I edit it. And I mean like every frame of every clip through. Okay. And then I'll almost need to go away, process Think about it. it. Yeah. But I realise that's not the most efficient way of doing it. But I'm incredibly lucky to be in but a then, place where I can go. That's how I hit it. Exactly. No, but that I just different horses for different courses. I mean, like, I guess whatever so. works for you. Because I like, guess so. I am not really. Well, I don't do the same editing as you anyway. But someone like I feel like you're very um, thorough, and I feel like Definitely. I've always. I think people in this space who are very good at what they do are that um yeah because I, I i remember even just like for example at copper when there would be like videos that we released and that either had me in or and Boudre and I'm like basically a control freak of like it's not like obviously you can do but like please let me have a look at it just because like i want to make and there would be things that i'd notice and think it's like why have you done that why like, is that I like would that be, and like so now even with my own editing for example on the second or third episode, I think, of, of this show, there was one bit like, I edited and, and the, the frame was actually out a little bit. Right. And like, oh, I killed myself. Like, I fucking hated it. Right. But because it was so last minute, I had to upload it. I was like, okay, just do it. But it hurt me a lot. I've always been like that. And I feel like people who are, it's a very good trait to have, even though it's, it, it pains right. you. I think it's, it's better to be like that than not. I think that, but the thing is, and that's where I'm, that's, that's kind of what I'm trying to hint at, and you've said in a sentence, is 
you, so you start there, but to remain in that space throughout your whole career as a creative or as an accountant or whatever it is you want to be, you can't stay in that space. You start there and you go, oh, I'm meticulous, I'm all these things. And then you begin to work up techniques which deal with that meticulous nature okay, so and allow you to front load the meticulous element okay. more than back load it. Okay. And that's the problem is that I'm incre I love, I used to really love doing post-production. So my pre-production was relatively sloppy. And also that was part of the nature of the industry we worked in at the time because people didn't know what we were making. Yes. And now we know more it's about true. what we're making. You can preload a lot yeah. more of that. But the, I also don't like, I don't like the way that some people do pre-production because they go, you'll then say this and you'll then do that. Yeah, and I, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. go, hang on, how that's not you? the joke yeah, that yeah, I want to make in that moment. And also, no disrespect, but you're not funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if there's one thing I know, I'm really funny to me. Which is the best but, way to be. Yeah, to me. Yeah. There's other people who watch it and go, it's not funny. Not funny yeah. There's other people who watch it and go, oh yeah, that's like, that's, 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 a, that's a good the funny yeah. that I like. Yeah. It's analogous to so many other things that you do in your life. Okay. And it's the same with having a kid. Full circle. Yeah, there you like, go. I, when you have a kid, the pre-production is the however many years before they come. Okay. And if you're not, if you've not done the pre-production, it will impact how you are as a parent. Okay. And I'm not saying it'll impact it negatively, but it will have like what you did in the years before you have a child yeah. will impact the years when you then have a child. Okay. And what I did for a very long time was I, both of us, Flew and I, lived very sort of independent um, lives where we clearly loved each other, we clearly cared about each yeah. other, but we were also like we would just Being do our own things. And, yeah. And we'd go, cool, let's go and get eight hours of sleep and then we will then get up and then just go back and intensely do whatever. You can't do that when you have a kid. Yeah. So you have to start planning in different ways. That's what he made me realise. My son has made me realise I wasn't quite as great as I thought I was or could have been. And part of having that, part of having a son has made me realise actually how great, and I don't mean, in t I'm, no, not no, no, I'm talking in terms of myself, I can be and how good I could be. Yeah. And it's really helped crystallise that. Amazing. And I think that, that that will be the case for a lot of other people who have kids as well. So good. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even think about that, how, the knock-on effect of like, yeah, personal life, your identity, all that sort of stuff. No so one does. Chat your shit sway. Yeah. There you go. I I, like which that. one of us is sway? You can, I don't know. I just, You're sway I know, on this yeah. occasion. Yeah. Yeah. So, which makes free, me... Start freestyling, Lawrence. Imagine um, if I just bust out a freestyle. I'll, I'll, kick, I'll kick you off the set. And that's why I love Childish Gambino. Ah, uh, yeah. He has a lot of different aspects of his personality. He He's also unbelievably talented. But also, what I love about him was he went through years and years of being this like goofy comedian. Yeah. To basically going, yeah, I'm not that anymore. Yeah. And do you realise how, for like a funny-looking guy who is, who is quite goofy, you probably feel as funny. Yeah. yeah as you probably feel similar. Yes. Yeah. To then see someone just so wholeheartedly just go, now nah, I'm going to do something really cool now is really cool. It's quite inspirational. I think, yeah, it is cool. But I feel like even um, in, in our space, like people can do that now. Do you, kind of, but then I know, also, like, like I was gonna say, to finish that point, you can do that, but YouTube can be, it can make you feel incredibly boxed in. Because if your audience go, there is that, that's not what we were expecting. Exactly. Sometimes they go, that was completely not what we were expecting. Amazing. Yeah. Sometimes they go, it's not what we were expecting. Yeah. Terrible. But that, or YouTube yeah. does. Or YouTube, YouTube reads that and goes, they must not like this because this isn't the normal thing. It's almost like. like you can be a victim of your own success. Like you build up your, you know, your following and, and who you are and, and success 
by doing something that works. Right. It's a formula that you, and obviously the YouTube algorithm feeds it. So it's just, there's an audience that knows what they like. You serve them what they like and it's great. Right. So then obviously when you change that, I just feel like if you get to a certain level, then you can just be like, I can do whatever. I can't do that. I don't think I could I just be like, I'm going to make music now. KSI can do that. Because KSI, KSI is the biggest name and in I the get UK. that. And but the thing is with KSI, even then, he's had to in some ways make some sort of um, you know compromise. Yeah. And I'm not saying his work is bad. I'm not commenting on yeah. like his creative elements. I think what he's doing. But he's like, had to make really concessions. He, of course, he has to yeah. make some element of concession. But that just doesn't fit the narrative. Yeah. For that, and obviously he's an incredibly like creative, power empowered guy yeah so i'm not going to criticize that but the evaluation from the outside is well of course in order to enter another industry that you're not necessarily part of you've had to make some sort of compromise uh, yeah, 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 yeah i don't know i don't know how many people there are that i would kind of go you know what wherever you're going with us i'll go there's a couple okay. i think casey nice that was there for a while where K people K went, casey was one for me i was like just flow with it anything you put out i'm gonna watch it because i love it and his brother van yeah, who, but those yeah, two guys were doers, yeah. and I think I, they, I have a lot of admiration for for that. I, I find a lot of those people very inspirational. Right, like so, who do, who inspires you? Like when you look at them, who goes, who do you go? God, it's just so inspirational. That's an interesting question. I've never Awkward been asked. I'm that. sitting right here. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Lawrence, no, no, Lawrence, no, Lawrence, yeah. Um, Casey's definitely to, one for Ka me. Ka Casey was one for me just because he made me. He almost convinced me that that was something I wanted to get into, even though I didn't know or knew I would want to get into that. But mm -hmm. like production, making stuff, creating content, which looking back now, Vuj has always told me is like creating stuff is one of the most beautiful things you can do as a person. Yes. And now looking back, I, I totally agree with Vuj because now I'm like, I, th I think it is such an amazing thing to do. And I didn't realise that when I was watching Casey's stuff, for example, when like, right. the vlogs and even before the vlogs, the films he would make about trips, places and stuff. And obviously it fulfills so many little kind of satisfactory boxes of travelling and beautiful shots and, and colours and meeting All people, being outgoing. Right? But it's just like I, I didn't realise that what I really liked about it was how he told the stories rather than the actual story. Medium like, is the message. It's, yeah. So like, I, I just loved... I loved the, it was everything combined. It was the angles he used. It was the, the, the person he was on camera. It, it was, was the, style, the adventures yeah, he right. got up to. It was his way of storytelling. That's what I fell in love with. But even and then, so yeah. He was an inspirational figure for me. I think he is for a lot of people in, uh, in yeah. the space. I'm guessing for you as well. Right? Okay, I'll ask you that Definitely question. Definitely for me, so because people for a while called right? me a, kick, uh, a, a rip off case. Nice stuff. Who are you inspired by then? I'll, I'll have a think, because you asked me that and I don't really know yet. Um, good question. Do you know who makes a great podcast? Russell Brand makes a really good podcast. Yeah, Russell's but great. But you'll never be able to mimic that. And I'm not trying to... But that's because and, you know, of inspiration who he is and, and, yeah. He is who he is. Um, I do find Donald Glover very inspirational. I do find... Um, who else do I find inspirational? Guy Ritchie or something? Well, I don't know. No, no, not Guy Ritchie. David Fincher I find very inspirational. Okay. Uh, but he is... I think I partly find him inspirational because he's not like me. A lot of the people that I find inspirational aren't like me. I think. Are you a doer? I, th I think I'm actually the opposite. I think I'm actually a procrastinator. Um, but the, every now and again, Rick goes, you should do this. And like when I then do it, I'm very much, yeah. uh, like I really enjoy it. Yeah. I, I love like those people who are able to um, synthesize 
the, the message in the moment and realize then where that message is leading us. Okay. And I think there's a lot of people at the moment who are happy to make, like just portray a message now okay. and they don't necessarily think where that message is taking us. And like that's, that's part of the issue, I think. Okay. Like the other day, I was genuinely thinking about COVID and the message at the moment is, COVID is over soon, like COVID is just done. Um, in my mind, I'm not an inspirational or visionary, yeah. but I went, what if it doesn't end? And what if it isn't ending? And what if we are basically just being told it is ending, yeah. but there are new variants and, there are, and this is basically yeah. like a new element of the way that we live. Yeah. How does that work? Because That's I've downloaded- quite, That is quite daunting, isn't it? No, because it, it's just completely normal to us and we'll not, we won't really consider it. But I download, like, and the reason I thought about that was I downloaded iOS 15 onto my phone, yeah. like the beta version. Yeah. The battery is worse, uh, right, all okay. of this sort of thing. Well, of course it is, it's a beta version of something yeah, on your yeah. phone. But it made me think about where we would be in three or four months time once we'd gone through that process. Okay. And that was what I then thought with COVID. I was like, what if we don't, what if it doesn't go? Because at no point has it gone the way that anyone has said it would at any uh, point. Literally, yeah. Boris, you couldn't be less clear with yeah, where we're yeah. going. Yeah. We'll be out of this in no time. Yeah. That was last summer you were telling us that. But you know what, it's because I don't want to get it it's too political anyway. But, but it isn't like, political. No, I'm saying that in a, from a completely apolitical perspective. It doesn't matter if he's conservative or Labour or left or right or any of these things. It was where the predictions were taking us and they didn't get us there. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to know actually for that. Um, Inspirational people that, that are in our space is quite a young space. Right. No one, I'm guessing, for you. Okay. I don't find him inspirational, but I do respect him. Harry Panero? Yeah. But the reason I don't find him inspirational is because I just don't think he is... I think he's saying a lot of interesting things. Yeah. But I'm not inspired by many people anyway. Yeah, so exa it's exactly. So it's not so much yeah, I'm saying You can Harry, be interested by something and not inspired by it. So, yeah, it? but it's not that I'm saying, Harry, you're not inspirational. It's just you're not it you're not inspirational to me because i'm not sure like i think he inspires a lot of people but just that's what i'm you. saying but, you, yeah. but that's what i'm saying and it's not a criticism it's just me going i okay so that's what i mean i understand why that's inspirational yeah but it's that it, I i'm find it I, it, but i'm not saying that's not a put down it's an evaluation yeah. do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. and i imagine that he would look back and go well yeah i don't find you inspiration either but that but i'm not expecting him to yeah, yeah. and that's fine and that's i guess where we are in the space at the moment I feel like there could be a more, um, there are better ways of putting things, but I don't feel like there are many people in the space at the moment who are very good at putting it in the way that I would want to see it portrayed. Yeah. Okay. And so that's, the, and that's why I like Harry is because I feel like he's very good at putting things yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah. There's only so much you can do with the way it is at the moment. There's only so much you can. There's a massive performative element to yeah. our space at the moment yeah. where you have to sort of go, love that, love that, love that, love yeah. that, love that. So love that, because I, I, I feel the same way as well. Like, I. What if you don't love it? What if I don't love it? Yeah, well, it's just like, there, there's, I've said this before, it's like the reason why I started this was like, I, I think especially when you're starting out in this space and you're sort of trying to find your, land on your own two feet almost. Yeah after leaving Copper and stuff and like doing my own thing, I was like, right, okay, because now it's all about me. Yeah. Before it wasn't all about it's me. I'm part Tim's of this thing and I'm like, I want all of us to do well. Obviously I want all of us to do well anyway, but like, because I was part of a big thing and I was like, no, as long as the big thing's good and I'm an important part of this thing, I'm good. Whereas now it's like, I'm the only important thing in my life, professionally, right? Right. Where I wrestle with that and I'm like, now, okay, I need to be either doing stuff or need to be seen to be doing stuff. That's good. 
for so long I was like, do you I'm mean good not as doing in good stuff. Positive, or do you mean good as in just good output? Stuff that I'm good output and positive, but both. But I'm just like, I'm not doing good stuff. And I'm Can I disagree? Happy. Can I disagree? I think you're, that's totally your role. I don't see that as my role in the space. But it's also that during lockdown, I started to consider, and also when having a son and when getting married and when trying to work out like where, are, where my relationship sat with flu, like to seriously consider where our lives were going. Yeah. Part of me realized there has to be an element of, we need more people in our space with teeth. We need more people in our space who are a little bit like, not negative, but um, sort of able to harness that darker element of their own personality and um, sort of ride that. Because I do feel like a lot in the football space at the moment and in the conversation, in the podcast space, it's a lot about... Very airy-fairy almost. It, I don't mean airy-fairy like hippie and sort of... No, but just there. a bit soft. I don't even... Yeah, I don't, I just, what I mean is the Harmless. emphasis only seems to acknowledge the soft elements. And all these podcasts that I see, there's a few people who do podcasts. This isn't, a, this isn't you. But there are people that I see in this space that I know off camera are not the same as they are on camera. Okay. And they're a lot more cynical. And I'm like, show that cynicism. Yeah. Because off camera they go, well, of course we know it's not really like that. I'm like, why are you then saying you're being an authentic person? Yeah. Why are you saying you're playing okay, the game okay. on camera, yeah. but off camera you're not? And this isn't a slight dig at other people, but what I mean by that is, I want them to be like that. You actually want to see, if you are authentically like that off camera, be like that on camera. So I think, and also that's what Brian's been so good at. And I'm guessing you've played a big role in pushing him to be like that. No, I think he pushed himself in that direction, but we've helped, the, we've helped each other to go they, in that direction. And more, you yeah. know what questions to ask and all those kind of things, because you see it. Because that's now, he's paved that lane for himself that everyone loves, who watches him loves watching him because they know I'm getting 100% him. Right. And even if, people from outside don't like what he's doing or I oh, he said this thing and there's a bit weird here or like he does this here and I don't agree with it. You know it's him. But you're so is that what you're saying? More st examples of that, for example? Yeah, I guess so. But to go with that, like you're not, you're never going to get 100% of a person. So don't expect to get 100% of, of a person. Of course, yeah. I'm never, I don't I'm mean that about Brian. I mean that about in general, right? Yeah, yeah. What I also realised was Brian had this very, that, that, in, that message, which is quite inspirational to a lot of people. Be yourself, be authentic. A lot of other people co-opted that and began to use that message inauthentically okay. and were basically going, yeah, I'm being totally authentic. And but then go off camera and be completely inauthentic. Okay, and okay, I was yeah, like, yeah, hold yeah, on a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's like every football channel starts with this phrase. It's always Abraham Lincoln. In fact, anything I think on YouTube always just goes of the people, by the people, for the people. Yeah. And the second I see that, I'm like, bullshit. Yeah. Because you... Like that's not, first of all, it's not true. Yeah. Secondly, we both know it's a truism, which you know can't happen yeah. and is a very nice thing to aim for and yeah. is a good North Star. But you're making, you know behind the scenes that you're doing it to make money. You know off camera that you're doing it because it sounds really good. Yeah. And you know that there is an inauthentic nature that maybe from the outside, you can't see that. But then when you know it on the inside the industry, you go, and I think the audience smell that. Yeah. And if I'm honest, I think at Copper 90, you guys did the best work because a lot of other people at Copper 90, no, no digs here, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. weren't being authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they were, well, and, they, and let's be honest, they were just in it for the money. Yeah, and yeah, I, again, that's not a dig. That's an outside evaluation yeah, yeah. of what so, I saw when I interacted with those people. Yeah. You also, if you, if, so say someone's got that inauthentic message. 
I'm not, the, the problem with, that we have at the moment is, you have that inauthentic message and people go, um, right, they've got an inauthentic message. So just stop it and let's just cancel them or let's like not do that anymore. Yeah. What we need to do is give people the space to be able to go, actually, I realise that the message that I've had on this channel for a little while maybe hasn't been what I was aiming towards or yeah. I've kind of had an epiphany or my life has turned or changed in some way. The algorithm, this platforms don't give many creators the space to do that. And that's why we go back to Donald Glover, who when he didn't go, I'm inauthentic, he just went, well, I'm going to do something else that is me now. Yeah. And it's very difficult to portray that on YouTube when YouTube goes, but you've labelled your channel sport. Yeah. Your hands are always tied, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no latitude for that kind of movement in our space. Um, and I'm not saying that everyone should have that. Some people do really great work. There are some really good magazines out there or ESPN. You know what you're doing when you go on the ESPN app. You know what you're doing when you're going on Sky Sports. You know what you're doing. You know what you get. We need to give other people then, those people do that. We're not Sky Sports, we're yeah. not ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smaller, uh, more versatile creators not need really to be given the space to move. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of um, the tricky aspect of where yeah. we're at. That's what I struggled with. Right. And I feel like a lot of people, to anyone watching, I guess, who's like, wants to get into the space or anything like that, it's like, that's what I feel, looking back now, it's only, f even like just with this shot, it's like one thing can really change like now I'm finally happy with what I'm doing, okay. where I didn't feel at the beginning, I was like, I'm known for this, um, so I should do more of this. Right. Because this is what ha people know me for and what I've, has helped me kind of do what I'm doing at the moment, right? Right. So then as soon as I'm doing it by myself and I'm not that happy with it, I'm like, ah, oh, what, something's gone wrong here, something's off balance, and I'm like, shit. So then yeah. it really took a long time for me to actually realize like, what I wanted to do and, yeah. be, and henceforth be known for. To distill almost. that. And that's what was really tough to wrestle with, you know. And also, yeah, like other people's perception is really important. Yeah. And do you it know? It really is because I'm, yeah, there's a lot of like self-doubt sometimes. And, right. and so getting feedback and hearing from other people helps. Do you know what I also realised though? The self-doubt is part of the process, so you almost need to have that element of self-doubt. So the element of self-doubt that you have is important to that process. You need to learn to like, like I said, like if you harness the negative elements, then the positive outcome in the end will be good. And that's kind of, at the beginning of production, you're, so you've got a, someone doing sound today, right? Mm. When you first start production, you, I remember there was a guy, who did, we did a whole shoot and the sound was wrong. And we went to him and we were like, you had the headphones on, why didn't you tell us? He went, didn't want to say anything. And I was like, so in that moment, you felt that we'd have perceived you negatively, so you didn't say anything, yeah. but you didn't have, you didn't think forward and go, but they'll perceive me negatively afterwards because they've just wasted an hour of their lives, yeah, yeah. or two hours, it's, or however yeah, long it is, yeah. and, or money, or whatever. Ripping the plaster off, it, sort of it, thing. It's, but yeah, it's the cold shower element, it's all yeah. those different things yeah. that, you need that negative element. You need to like, you need to go through that negative element of the process yeah. in order to get to the other side. Yeah. And I guess like what I was reluctant to do when even when coming to talk to you today was like, it's, I don't want it to be like about depression or about all these yeah, kind of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Negativity like is okay. Yeah, 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 um, 100%. It's, it's so, it's such a healthy thing to go through. It's, it's fucked and it's horrible and obviously it's not that. nice to go through, 
but even just like in my personal life and stuff like that, it's like looking back at it, it's like it's such. I'm I'm now glad I've gone through those things because I know it does help you grow as a person. Obviously, the whole growth thing. Yeah. Can't really measure. Helps but you like change. It just, it, yeah, it does, and it just helps put everything else into a little bit better perspective right. every time. And then obviously that's for professional career, that's for personal life. And stuff. Yeah. You d- ne- yeah, and it doesn't have to be depressing for it to be good. But I feel like we do have a, there's a lens at the moment which, you know, I'm not, I, I, and that's maybe why we don't, I don't find many other people inspirational in the space right now. I find loads of people inspirational in my personal life, professionally not as much. But. I think YouTube encourages you, or a lot of our platforms encourage you to be quite a literal thinker and quite sort of linear. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe why we like Russell Brand, I like Russell Brand and people like that, is because those people are much more lateral, kind of, their thoughts will c- cause a thousand other thoughts. And maybe that's why like Brian and I work quite well, because we're a, he, he was portrayed as quite a literal thinker, yeah. but actually I think he was quite a lateral thinker. Yeah. And over the last few years, he's progressed to be able, that's always been an aspect of his personality, but in the last few years, he's progressed to be a person who can show that element of his personality. It's, 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 it's actually really working hard towards being comfortable and actually finally learning about yourself and knowing who you are and yeah. how to portray that on camera. I think that's what a lot of people... Yeah. And then you suddenly look, you look back and you realise, like, oh, I've, I now know who I am and what I'm doing. It's, it's the weird... Steve Jobs thing of you can only join the dots backwards sort of thing. There's so much more we could chat about. I know, I really Always. felt like I led you down a really bad garden path. There. No, not at all. Like this quick fire round? No, no. <laughs> yeah, there's obviously there is so much more we could talk about. I just about. I mean, when we meet up anyway and chat, we chat about it goes everything everywhere. anyway. Yeah, which is great. Which is why I love obviously chatting to you anyway. It's just like, yeah, very. It's just a very nice person. I like chat. You know, genuinely though, I haven't known you for that long properly. Yeah, we have. Yeah, it's been a while. Feels like a while. But as in like, compared to other people in my life, but I have right. deeper conversations with you than. That's where we met, Paris. Yeah, Paris. <laughs> Uh, we'll always have Nike. Paris. Paris, yeah, Nike, Nike Paris, for the yeah. reacts. They just brought out the reacts. Yeah. I didn't know of you properly at that point. Rude. If you knew no, the space, no, no, you would No, 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 but not... I know, but that's you the knew thing. The space, I was such a little in... virgin in the space. I didn't know, I didn't know the space. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, I, didn't, I just didn't know the space that well. So, like, I was so... Um, you were so new to it. Uh, yeah, and I was so closed in on just copper, copper, copper. I was like, I didn't know anyone else or anything else. People really loved you at that time. I remember everyone yeah, was I like... Didn't... Oh, that was so good. Yeah. That was a good trip. How do you end this now? Um, And I just say, thank you so much. If you did like it, uh, leave a like, as always. Comment down below who would like on on the next episode. I think I've got maybe two more episodes for this season, and then I'll take a little break and then we'll come back. Um, (laughs) Because it's been so intense. Yeah. And uh, click the subscribe button, do the bell thing if you want to get notified and all that stuff. But um, Lawrence, thank you so much. I love you, my friend. I love you too. um, Yeah. Any last See words? around on TV, Tim's. Any last words? Yeah. Now we kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Great, that's it. Thanks for having me. Thank you, man. Cut.